you look just like my ex. Hey, you up? DTF. Um, kinda out of your league, but thanks for the swipe. No thanks, ugly. I wasn't interested anyway. Where are you? You up? Thanks for the swipe. Whatever. Um, height mate, please. I'm kinda out of your league, but... Dating up disasters. Yo, what's up, people? You know you're on another episode of Dating Out Disasters. The real deal. Feel the thrill back in the building. What's up, Rachy Rach? Hi, buddy. I really, I'm. you usually have so much more energy. You tired today? Exactly. I'm exhausted, actually. Oh. Yeah, completely tired. I was the one partying <laughs> last night. But you don't drink when you party, so it's not really partying. This is true. Yeah, so it's really just like a gathering of older people <laughs> it was playing older. It was older people. backgammon. Hip-hop did not age well. Let's just say that. Of course not. Have you seen all the, have you ever, <laughs> like, see those documents, like the, the forefathers of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, they all talk about they like there like wasn't grandpa, no there yeah. wasn't money back in hip hop back in the day like no. right now. And like those dudes, like they all are at the EBT line waiting on their food stamps just like me. Yeah, I see them. <laughs> We're in Pele Pele and Echo. And I'm like, that is the forefather. There was a guy <laughs> with an Averex jacket. Of course on. he did. <laughs> they they literally wear the same shit they got out of prison and they're like, I just got home today. Oh I went in God. in 1983. <laughs> and so they're still wearing my DMC shit. I get it. Oh God, but I had fun. I had fun. I haven't danced in forever. So yeah. I had, I had the best time. Are you twerking? Time. They didn't twerk back then. No, no, somebody was. You wasn't. Somebody was throwing that ass. Does he am- No, it was dance break dancing. Eat? This girl had skates on. You didn't watch my story? <laughs> Look what... Uh, you, you have a story? I'm so used to you not having a story. Anyway, let's introduce yeah, our sorry, guest. Sorry, sorry, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> our guest today is Miss Laura Caruso, a dating, relationship, and sex expert. Yeah, we thought it was time we switch it up. What's going on? Not much. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for reaching out. Like we, we, you know, we needed to switch it up a bit. I yeah, I didn't even know if to take you serious at first when you reached out. I was like, who's this psychopath? Well, we do. We, we get some real loonies, dude. <laughs> we really do. We get some like really intense emails. Like, hey, and if I don't respond, bro, oh, it's God. crazy. They get really angry. Like, can you just let us know if this person would be a good guest? And I'm just like. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't answer Yeah, that. no, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's chaos, so, you know. But you seem cool. I looked over your profile, and then I <laughs> sent it over to Rachel. I was like, I think, you know, because normally we have comedians, and then you were like, yeah. life coach, sex coach, coach. And we know. need something. We need some type of help. So, <laughs> well, well, I don't know if we're going that far today. 50% of us need help. I'm oh, we're taking just, advantage of your expertise. <laughs> for sure. I got lots of questions. Yeah, and I'm hopefully you can point her in the right direction. Amazing. You know? And hope you can fix him. There's nothing to fix. I'm just saying that well hasn't had water in it in a long time. So, <laughs> oh just saying maybe God. you could help her out. Oh, my <laughs> God. We'll see what we can do today. <laughs> so, well, I guess first things first, as a life dating sex coach, um, are you single, married? What are you? What's going on with you? Yeah, so I'm in a long-term relationship. We're going on three years. Okay. Um, we live together, talking about next steps. Um, but prior to that, it was a disaster. So your what? Full circle. Your relationship or your <laughs> relationship, life? love life. Um, I would say my life is generally stable. My love life was a disaster. Interesting. Really? Why so? Uh, um, well, I went through an abusive relationship, which oh, was very unfortunate, but thank you. Yeah. Um, as a result, I started serial dating and I thought, okay, I'm moving to New York city. Let's go absolutely wild. And mm. I know we all have like a coming to New York story, right? We moved to New York and we go absolutely insane, but I think I took it to a pretty big extreme. Yeah. It um, can't be worse than, than this guy. Bro. First of it all, cannot. It, there's no I mean, way it wasn't. But the thing is, I didn't see it as a bad thing. She sees it like, oh, and bad. I'm like, yeah, it was New York. I plan to come in and fuck the city. Like, that's what you do. It's 
New York. If it, there's, I've never had this many options in my life. Of course, I'm about to yeah. go in here and hoe it up. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. If you but grew up here. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I had my whole phase and she stuff. She loves like saying that. I did. <laughs> she <laughs> loves saying he that. He didn't know me then. He wants me to be that way forever. But oh. I just feel like you, you got to stop yeah. at some point, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's funny because actually I matched on an app, right? That's how we meet everyone now. We meet on apps. You met your, your dude. My the, current partner, okay. yeah. So we met on an app and I had just moved to the city. So I was in the prime of my hoe face and I actually <laughs> ghosted him. That's uh, how you know it's real though. That's how you know it's he's real. He's going to kill me for talking about this on the podcast. But I ghosted him for two full years um, and then the pandemic hit. And so obviously we were all lonely. And Did you go back to like, you know what? You know what? You're not as bad as I thought. I'll take you over being alone. I totally get That's how I got in my relationship. Listen, it was bad. It wasn't that bad. I deleted the app altogether, and then I re-downloaded it. Oh, and we you matched saw. actually within 24 hours. Whoa. We went on a first date, and we've been together ever since. Wow. But that's how you know. The thing is, yeah. persistence. <gasps> that's how you, when you really want something, you really... Yeah. And, and it's kind of like a fate thing. Like, once you match yeah. again after two years, it's like... Well, clearly, we clearly have something. We right. have to at least have to say what's up, have a drink. Right. I totally get that. And but he was yeah. casual. I mean, he slid in the DMs and he said, hey, I feel like you look familiar. And that was it. Oh, now, how did you, you ghost familiar him? familiar line. How did you ghost him? Just stopped answering. Yeah. I mean, I had the app. Had so you probably been... just sat there on red for two years. Oh, but just the, you, it was just messages. You hadn't been on dates or anything just like messages. that. Just messages, yep. Interesting. You don't have a lot of time on, in the whole phase no. for dates. You know, we got a schedule. <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> Totally get that. Man, so, well, tell me, what app was it? Hinge? Hinge, yeah. I know. That's mm. the relationship app. Yeah. 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 Damn. Wow. I, that's so interesting. I mean, I've had- Fucking hate Hinge. <laughs> yeah, he hates it. Yeah, it was just too much. It's too in-depth. But again, I'm probably yes. just looking to fuck, so I don't need you to know my three top fears, okay? Because exactly. that's not what you're getting from me. Exactly. Right. I mean, as long as you know what you want, that's all that matters. I mean, yeah. that really proves, like, timing really is everything. It is. That's it half is. the battle with most of I mean, I've met some really dope-ass women. I'm just like, wow. Literally, if I'd have met you six months, time. oh yeah, six months earlier, you'd probably be pregnant already. But yeah. you know, it just happens. Like it's so weird how it is all about the timing about things. Okay. And you know, we talk about that a lot too. We always say like when we had first matched on Hinge, there was a zero percent chance of us ever actually forming a relationship. Whereas when we met two years later, it was seamless. It was like wow. I mean, we ended up moving in together a few months after that. So it was also pandemic, so things were a lot more accelerated than they typically yeah. are. But that's how I got in my relationship, being toxic, the best way. <laughs> yeah, it was pandemic. Yep. My girl was like, I I don't want to just fuck yeah. you. you know, it's been years, and I don't want to just keep doing this. She was like, and I need to, like, I'm getting older. I want to find a boyfriend. Yeah. I was like, cool. I was like, okay, so you're my girlfriend. I had no intention. That's how I, it I, went? Uh, I was like, why don't you be my girlfriend then? Because she was going to leave me. And I was like. Me being selfish, I'm like, well, I'd rather me waste your time Wait, than somebody else. Wait, ultimatums work? Yeah, were you on board for that, or did it just come? Oh out? no, I mean, we broke up a year later, and then you know, what I mean, then we've gotten back together. So you know, it's like one. But the thing is, I'm a tough bronco to put a saddle on, so it's gonna take that because I'm gonna buck every inch of the way. Even even now in a relationship, even now in this current relationship, like certain things she'll ask me to do, and I just feel like she's trying to control shit. So I just completely won't do Give it. Give an example. Um. Like she, I'm, I'm like a, I have insomnia. Like, so I'm normally up, I'll stay up to like five, six in the morning, just watching TV pretty much every night. Even if I don't have shows, I'll just be up. And then, you know, she's known that, but now that we live together, she was like, so you stay up till 6 a.m. every morning? <laughs> like, to, we're just watching TV? She was like, she was like, have you ever thought about maybe trying to get more rest? I was like, what are you, my fucking mom? I was like, you don't think I know when I'm fucking tired? 
I said, but I mean, you probably know better than me because you're in my body. And my boy was like, or maybe she just wants the best for you. He was like, because that is wild to be up at 6 a.m. every just like watching Like a whole TV. zombie. Yeah, he was like, And Phil. how did you feel when he said that? I was like, well, of course I was like, wow. I was like, so that's not normal. He was like, every night? He was like, dude, the thing is, as a man, when a woman, especially our girl, tells something, you're automatically going to resist because you're like, who the fuck do you think you are? But like, why? I'm a grown-ass man. You don't fucking run shit. I run this shit. So don't tell me what the fuck I need to do about my bedtime. You I'm run not your shit, child. Huh? I'm not your child. I'm not your... Let yeah, me, but it's let a respect the, thing. Fuck respect. I didn't have to fucking come here. That's all I'm saying. You actually did. Um, <laughs> you actually I'm did. I'm talking about my relationship. What are you talking about, the, the place that you live. That you're no, living together. No, I didn't yeah, have to Yeah, you had to leave your apartment, so you needed a place to live. I could have gone somewhere else. I could have just gotten oh. another place like I was thinking about doing, and I still thought about doing it since we moved in. Because we, we get into fights, I'm like, this is either temporary. I was like, I'm going to move out in a couple months anyway. And she's like, fine, fucking do it. You know what I mean? So it's like, one why of those do you, why are you so defensive with her about these things? Because, Where does that come from? Because mm, I don't know. I just, again, I do what I want to do when I want to do it. Did you see and, your mom controlling your dad a lot? Never. So, Great therapy question. Yeah. Well, never. I don't know. Like I'm just understanding. Yeah, like, your boy could say the same thing to you and you take it totally different from when your girl says it. Why is that? It's just like, and it's like when your mom tells you something as a kid and you don't, and then, your, and then your auntie says the same thing. You're like, Damn, I guess you got a point. It's just sometimes you can take advice better for when it's not somebody you feel like nagging at you. You know what I mean? I agree, though. I mean, I feel the same way, and I'm in a pretty healthy and secure relationship, but I don't want him to tell me shit. Yeah, don't like, tell me shit don't about tell shit. Me what to I, do. Got it. I got it. I know what I'm right. doing. This is I've my life. This. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it's it. It's been working. If you have a suggestion, okay, maybe we'll try it. But other than that, well, like, that, that mm. brings suggestion. Me, that brings me to a post that you made, right? Yes. About how wording is so important. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm just wondering if she would have phrased those things differently to him. Yeah, what's but the That's what my homie says. He was like, it's probably just the way she said it, it came yeah. off is she was trying to be in control, which again, right. he was like, it was, the message was good. He was like, but it's all about how you deliver, like anything. And he was right. like, especially as a man, when it comes to your relationship, there's certain like suggestions for when someone's like, you should go to bed. <laughs> like she was like, baby, I'm about to go to bed. No. You ready? Oh, that's how she said it? No, no, I'm just saying, in general, I mean, she's just talking about like things I've heard in other relationships, or right. she's like, I'm about to go to bed. Do you, do you want to come? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Right. And you know what I mean? And when I first moved in, she was like, we never cuddle anymore. I was like, I fucking see you every day. You'll be okay. I'll see you in the inside. I'll be in there in a little oh bit. My you know what God. I mean? Like, that's kind of... Oh, my God. And that's how it is. Like, I, I'm, I live here, so I'm with you. I don't need to be snuggled up, smooching, nah, 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 all the time. Get the fuck off of me. You know, yeah. I got to say, coming wow. onto this podcast, I <laughs> didn't think Phil was going to be the one I relate to most, but here we are. Interesting. Thank you. Thank I you. don't want you to fucking touch me. I want to go to bed. Well, the thing is, I like, love cuddling, but here's the thing. My girl, literally... <laughs> We'll just like we'll be watching TV, and I'm like, "Are you smelling me?" And she's like, "She's like, she's like, she's like, I just love your scent." I'm like, "That's fucking weird." <laughs> and she's like, "Babe, what happened to you That's where you don't Jeffrey like love?" Dahmer, she she's like, "What happened to you where you don't like love?" But the thing is, my mom used to do like always like want to hold my hand or play in my ears or like, and I'm like, "Dude, could you just get off?" My mom, mom to this day, she was like, "You're just fucking irritating. Like you like your dad. You don't want anybody." She's like, "It's love." I said, "So then say I love you." I don't need you. So you don't like physical, you don't like physical touch. I do some, but I'm not going to hold you. Like my girl wants to hold hands all through the streets of New York all day, every day. No. Hold hands. She loves that. She was like, you never hold my, I'm like, this is New York. I need both hands free. (laughs) 
What if the air conditioning falls out of one of these fucking apartments? I need to be able to move. His imagination is fucking wild. At least ten people a year die in New York City. You can you can Google it. Are you serious? From an air conditioning? From air conditioning in the city. You know how? Because I didn't. I don't have mine screwed in. Ten a year. Ten deaths a year in the city of New York of people like moving air conditioning and they fall out. I mean, they hit you he in the head. So you're ridiculous. Ridiculous. Where do you learn You have Google. You don't. I don't. Have, you don't have to believe you this. Google that. Because I heard it and I was like, that seems How a lot. People a year die from, from air conditioning, <laughs> and it was like around like eight to ten people annually in New York City die from falling objects from apartments, mostly air conditioners. Well, next time you go to a party, there's your next fun fact. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have a question. This is something I've struggled with in the past, and this is not just for men. Obviously, women go through it too, but I feel like it's more of a man thing. Can you have a healthy relationship without the other person being able to communicate their feelings? No. Okay. I actually just had a session about this this morning. Um, without being able to communicate your feelings, you start to feel anxious, and that anxiety builds up, and so that manifests generally in your anxiety-related behaviors, right? Maybe you want to control more. Maybe you withdraw and completely yes. pull back. Yes. Um, but feelings have to be communicated and talked about, and that's not something that our culture generally emphasizes. Especially for men, yeah. And talk about oh, it yeah. as soon as it pisses you off, too. Right? Stop doing that, I'm fine shit, and then three <laughs> weeks later, you bring it the fuck up on a happy day. Because that right no, there no, will no. get you cussed the no, fuck no, no, out. That, I hate that. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about people, not just men, that can't say, I feel this. Right. It's not about waiting till you calm down to have like a real discussion about stuff. I think that's what she's, well, maybe she can't communicate her I feelings I have to too. wait till I calm down to have these discussions. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, don't, you're not supposed to. I'm like, I'll no, say I'm fucked saying up you shit sh if I You don't. should. I'm saying, I don't, the fine thing, I used to do that shit too when I just feel we like, well, yeah, like you expect Every a man. Every woman yeah. does that, not we just used dead. to. Every woman yeah. says, I'm good. Knowing damn well yeah, they are not well, good. I'll tell you what that is, <laughs> and I don't know if you agree with this, but that's she's expecting you yes. to be so in tune with her that she knows what you're, she, that you know what she's nuts. thinking. Because when I get my mind reading degree, I'll let you know what the fuck you're <laughs> thinking. But until that day, don't make us something because, and that's the thing, nobody. That's why we have words because for you to even think that somebody should know, we've been spent so much time together. I should know your exact thought is, it's not. That's not even reasonable. Because yeah. you just have no, yeah, I might have an idea, the ballpark of feeling you're in, but to know what you're thinking is crazy. And for, I don't want to say women, but for you to think your partner is that good, whatever that person is, then, then you're fucking, you're, you're expecting well, way too much. Well, I'll tell you where my mindset was with that. It's, it's sort of that, but I would be like, if the guy would ask me what's wrong and I was fine five minutes ago. I would expect him to think back in those last five minutes, like what the fuck happened in the last five minutes that and him to just kind of know, but that's so stupid. It is. It's yeah. so stupid. It's so irrational. And it's it like, normally wasn't in that five minutes that pissed you off. It was something you thought of within the last five minutes that oh, happened yeah, two months ago. Unreal. And he has no idea. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, yeah. you just had a thought, but this didn't happen recently. You're like, well, yeah. if you don't give a shit, I don't either. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't give a shit. That's it. See, yeah. and that's the thing. Once, once those start the snarkiness and the I'm fine, the difference is most men freak out when their girl's like, I'm fine. They're like, no, babe, but I'm like, They'll say, I'm fine. I'm like, good, I'm fine too. All right, yeah. you want to get something to eat? Yeah. And that's what really just pisses them off because it's like, so you don't even care. I said, well, you said you're fine. Yep. And I can only go off what you just told me. Yep. So I don't give a shit. And if you don't want to tell me, then I don't care. Yeah. And then she, you know, of course, I'm a dickhead for acting <laughs> like this, but that's really kind of how it is. It's not like I'm like, 
I am not, I'm a good partner overall. I think if, if you ask my girl, she would say the same thing, but I have a hard time. Can we time. get that in writing? Yeah, I'm a, I have a hard time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a hard time. It's not even that. I'm, I, I love, I have my own love lane, but I have a hard time empathizing with other people's feelings. Like, here's the thing. If I don't feel like it's a big deal, then I, when you're freaking out over it, just because it's a big deal to you don't mean it's a big deal to me, and I don't know how to fake that it's a big deal, because I'm just like, it doesn't seem that serious. Like, my girls had started crying over shit, and I'm like, what happened? And she tell me, I'm like, you're talking about first world problems right now. I literally said, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're Hulu? Different, it's a different struggle. You're Hulu? Yeah. Wait, she, like, cry, she cried she over Hulu? She was also Hulu? pregnant at the time. But, oh. uh, but at the same time, oh. I was pissed. Oh. I was like, she's like, I have to find a whole new Hulu. But I was like, that's what we're on. I said, that's the problem. I said, oh. Listen, if you catch me on a bad day, I'll cry over my Hulu. Yeah. Day, so come on. I have two things to say. The first is that brains physiologically are different between men and women. So w women, and you can look this up, mm -hmm. it's backed by research, women typically lead with their emotional brains, whereas men typically lead with their logical brains, which is why when we fight, right, it's all, you're not understanding me, you're not hearing me, well, you're not thinking about it in the right way, right? We That's how the arguments always using. go. Mm. So the men are very black and white, very logical, point A to point B. The women are like, okay, but this happened five minutes ago and this is related to this, and it's like, yeah, it's fucking exhausting it, yeah. being a woman. Mm. And so a lot of the work that I do in couples therapy is trying to get them to speak the same language. Interesting. Yeah. And then a lot of the work that I do in individual therapy is trying to get people to break down these dating norms because dating culture has gone so far. I mean, I don't even know what to say about it anymore, but we're trying to assume that everyone's going to understand and read our minds and know what we're thinking about. But it's like, they're not. They're, wow. they, they can never. They can never, Yeah. Can so is it possible? I know you you said you've done therapy to get them to think the same way. Is that yeah. even possible? It is, um, and it's a lot about how we're socialized, right? Men are taught big boys don't cry, and all these messages Better that not. they get from stop you it, get your ass beat. That's stop how it. That's how it happens, though. You men should only cry once a year. Yeah. Unless you're in the shower, you can't tell if it's tears or water. But other than that, don't never. Yeah. Listen, I gotta say, I see a lot of men who feel the same way come through couples therapy, and by the time they're leaving, they're like. I never thought I would do that. Never thought I would get to where I am. And I'm happy, oh. right? Because now they have a connection with their partner that they didn't have before. Yeah. And now they're going to raise their sons. I'm pretty sensitive. And I'm not. And the thing is, I was never told men don't cry. That's not what I was told. But it was just like. You got yelled you, at for crying? No, that's what I'm saying. I was never told that. But also, it was just based off example. Yeah. I only saw my dad maybe cry once in my entire fucking life. Same. And it wasn't that you don't. It's just like. Man the fuck up. You can't change it. Yeah. Death is death, whatever. And it's okay to be sad, but. Right, but how black on. and white is that, right? Yeah, it's logic. Man it's up, like, you're either sad or you're yeah, not. Yeah, it's either, so but, on. you know, and that's what I'm saying. And I think Whereas the only we're time. like, mm, I don't know. Y'all look for my girl cries. I mean, I, there's literally, sometimes I'll put stuff on just that I know it's sad because I'm like, let's see how long it'll take. <laughs> and I'll literally like, look at her. You're such and a look, And I'll look at her and she's like, you got me. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. Like, oh, this is us. We used to watch This Is Us, yeah. the whole room would be wet. No sex, just tears. But yeah. isn't that something that we are drawn to about each other? Like the fact that like, there's a part of me and I, I feel like I'm not kind of the average chick. I am more logical than emotional, even though I definitely have my moments because I am a cancer. You were born, born with both though, right? So you get testosterone and, oh, sorry. Secret, she didn't want y'all to know. Yeah. <laughs> I've transitioned, guys. No. I didn't say that. I just said Jesus. your parents couldn't make a decision, so Jesus you have both. Christ. Well, I was, I, I had to be an adult very young yes. from what my childhood. So, but like, I think that's what I'm drawn to about a man is that they can be so logical. And maybe that's what men sometimes are drawn to with us because they, we have access to things that they don't. 
I don't know. I don't think there is any way of knowing, honestly, because then how do you explain relationships where men are attracted to men and women are attracted to women? Yes, right? so yes, that's like, true. I think it's way more personal that's interest than <laughs> actually the nuanced, <laughs> the nuanced relationships about, I don't know, craving a more logical brain. Okay. I fucking hate my boyfriend's logical brain. I can't stand it. Somewhere. Really? Because it's that logical. Because yeah. you hate that it makes that much sense. I'm like, no, I don't want to go down that path right now. I want to actually talk about how I'm feeling. And I don't know, the logical brains, I feel like, tend to try to fix things. I hate mm-hmm. that. And I don't always need anything to be fixed. I mean, I can manage my own life. But when I'm telling you something, I just want you to listen. I don't want you to Sometimes you it. just want to vent. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, that's the part where I, I had to learn that as I got older. Because some my well, my dad was one. He was like, you know, sometimes you can just shut the fuck up. That's what I said. He was like, you know, every time your girl's talking, you don't have to have a rebuttal. He's like, yeah. because what you'll learn is if you'll just shut the hell up, half the time they're talking to them damn, so they don't even give a fuck. They just want to get it out. Exactly. He said, but the more you talk, now you're about to piss her off. Yep. She's going to keep going. He's like, what I got to do is just shut up. Yep. He's like, you don't get that. He's like, you want to say something every time she says something. He said, when your mom starts talking, what do I do? Yep. I said, Back off. he you, said, he said, but yeah, he's like, I don't even hear it anymore. He's like, I've been your here dad is years. so wise. Out. He's Seriously. like, she just lets, she let her talk. He said, it's like anything. She Brilliant. talks herself tired and she moves on to something else. <laughs> he said, but if I got one thing to say now, it's an argument. He's right. like, just shut up. Right. And that's the part that I have a hard time. I'm like, no, no. I Do you try to some, fix, you try to fix her stuff? Like when something's wrong? Not really Fix. I always got something to say though. That's smart ass. That's the thing. Now you know I have a smart ass mouth. Even I mean I get on your nerves sometimes. But imagine little like she. Boy, like sometimes. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes she's just like God. Feel like do you have to be such a dick? Like I like sometimes. And I'm like. But New York. I didn't is, realize I was being. No, a dick. this is the thing. New York has done this to him because when he for, you were very different when you first moved here. Like Six even years? you couldn't handle my sarcasm when you first moved here. You would be like what? Yeah. And then you just where really, did you move here from? Uh, I was in grad school in Ohio. Okay. So yeah, but I'm from South Are Carolina. Are they nicer there? No, down no. south, yeah. yeah down just, down there. Well, South Carolina, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on who you ask. But no, it's just a different. But I mean, being homeless in New York City for two years, it'll it'll toughen yeah. you up a little bit. You don't really give a fuck. You know, you just like, this is what it is. But yeah, and I, I guess I am a little harder. You know, like, I know for a fact, because even when I go home now to South Carolina or Georgia, Atlanta, and I'm down there and people start talking to me, I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm down south. I'm like, hey, you know, even though I don't know, I'm to like, you, you do, because <laughs> I don't talk to people up here because that's mental illness. But down south, people will just come up and say, and, you, and you're like, you're like, what the fuck is this? Guy? And like, oh, hey, buddy, yeah. And yeah. that's like, so New York definitely changes I you. mean, I'm definitely harder than most people that I know. That Everyone's like, damn, you're so harsh. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how to change that. I try to edit my mouth a little bit more, but that's about it. Yeah, you just got to find you a good Staten Island man. Yuck. Yeah. Absolutely not. You know how to talk to you broads. <laughs> oh, <God>. Okay. <laughs> well, so from Jersey, so Staten Island and Jersey. Oh, dude, Staten Island should be a part of Jersey. The like fact that it's New York is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. All the New Yorkers want it to be part of New Jersey. We, we want do. Nothing fucking yeah, and I'm not even New York. I'm like, why? Is, I've only been once, and I was like, this is not my it, place. There's no. no reason to go it's there. It's a ever. weird feeling there. I'm like, it's like the South up north, surrounded by water. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But no. Okay, so. Okay, well, that makes sense. Let me ask you something. So when you do sex therapy, what, like, is this like women who, like, I'm afraid to suck dick? You're like, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> what? So I'm just wondering what sex therapy is. I mean, I've had a sex therapist when I was younger. But that's because I had a problem with the porn amount, copious amounts of pornography I was looking at and, like, yeah. masturbations <laughs> and stuff. But as an adult, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what do what do adults go to sex? I know you can't, like, talk specifically, but overall, what do you help people with? 
I would say a lot of it is actually just the emotional buildup and the anxiety. I mean, a lot of people attest it to performance anxiety, but it's more related to the emotional brain, right? We were mm-hmm. talking about emotional, logical brain. And it's hard for people to just open up and have sex if it's not like a fling, right? If it's an actual deeply connected relationship, if you're not feeling that emotional intimacy at the same time, I mean, clothes aren't coming off. They're staying on. That's how I feel. Yeah. I need I need a mental, yeah. emotional, I need so many things to be in line before I can do that. Yep. Um, I, I sometimes wish I could be more like Phil, where I can just... Like, see a guy, think he's attractive, and be like, yeah, let's have sex. For the record, yep. Phil doesn't see a guy. <laughs> Not a guy. Okay, you know so, what I, they know so what I mean. Just everybody knows oh what we're here God. for. <laughs> like, Phil, and just see guys and blow them. Like, no, that's not what Phil does. <laughs> but let's clarify that a little bit, right? Because if you're in a relationship, there's an expectation that you'll feel connected and safe and secure. If you're just seeing someone on the street, you're not going into it with the expect- expectation of, I'm going to see this person for the rest of my entire oh, life. Yeah, it's like, ooh, so shiny you don't car. about the emotional connection you don't need to feel safe and secure if they give you a weird red flag you might just walk the other direction and say not for me anymore but if you are just having sex with them and hooking up you don't need that connection you don't need the emotional intimacy for most people do you find a lot of people that come to you are in relationships that don't have a good sexual connection i find that they're in relationships that they should not be in and they're then questioning their own sexuality. They're questioning they're their questioning performance, their sexuality. Think, right, because sometimes when you can't have sex with a person, and I mean can't because you don't want to, and you're not safe enough to have sex with this person, it feels like a chore. And so uh, you're then sitting there, right? Have you been in a relationship where it felt really, really great? Sex was awesome, best sex you've ever had. And then six months later, it's like, I don't even want to fucking look okay, at well, this person. Okay, well, that is, I want to ask you about it. Oh, no, that's yeah. true. But it's just like, like that happens to most but here's the thing. So, me and my girl, that's the vote. We even had the talk lately. I'm like, so, what are we about to do, babe? I was like, because we ain't fucking like we used to. And then we just not. But the thing is, for five years, so it's not the, It's not saying the thrill is gone. When right. we, get in the, we drink and something, we get back to the butt, things. Will, but not, it's not like when we were just hooking up, I just throw, come in and just push you onto the bed and yeah. we go at it. Like, yeah. that rarely happens now with us. And, and at first, I was getting kind of nervous because I'm like, damn. Is this what 34 is like? And then, <laughs> but then the thing is, like you said, like, then all of a sudden I'll see somebody on the street who I have no idea, but they got a fat ass, big old titties, yeah. and there is no flaccidness in this dick whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm ready to rock. But it's that, it's the excitement, it's the new yeah. car smell. Yeah. The thing is, and so it's not that you don't, at least not with me, it's not that I don't want to. Sometimes we just have to, but that's like, well, I have a great relationship with me and my girl, you know, because she'll bring friends home sometimes, like girlfriends she wants to hang out with, or off, meet a girl, I'm like, baby, you want to hang? So it really does, because then, Yep. Both are now it's that new feel again. Like, yeah. oh shit, we're excited. Yes. It's a new toy. Here we're gonna have some fun. But when it's just us, shit, it's got wow. real missionary lately. And I'm like, I, we talked. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this old sex shit? We don't like, because this shit getting boring. Does that does that scare up. you? No, because I ain't going. I ain't going nowhere. That's the thing. I'm at the age I'm at now. You know, and not to sound like a dickhead, but I mean, I'm not a bad looking dude. I can fuck anytime. I can fuck most people. You know what I mean? So that's that's why I'm not going anywhere. If it was just about sex. Then I, we wouldn't even have made it this far because I'd have got tired of it. And but I mean, I mean that that would scare me a little bit if like the only time you get excited to have sex is if there's another person involved. It's no, different it's not though. excitement. It's just like I said, we'll still yeah. like I said, we'll cover. But you said when you, it's my... just you two, it's very missionary. It's kind of like blah, like. Yeah. But that's just like plain vanilla sex, right? So then if you're feeling like sex is a chore, that's different from just vanilla Play, Yeah, sex. okay, so it's not a chore. It's like, Boring uh, sex is different from chore sex. Chore sex is like, oh, I don't want to do this at all. Okay. Whereas vanilla sex yeah, is yeah. like, all right, we're having sex, but it's just like, 
Yeah, I've never pulled out my pants and my girl look at it like, oh, I got to eat vegetables. No, like it's, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's not like that. But at the same time, you know, we just like, we're not going into bathrooms at bars fucking. Like when we met. But why uh, don't you, why do you initiate that? Why don't you bring that back? Do you not feel the desire to do yeah, that? Yeah, I guess maybe I don't even think about it. I'm just like, it's my you're girl. In routine. Yeah, it's you're a, and I think that's what it is. And then it's like, which the thing is, she'll she'll be like, she's like, remember back when we first started and you would just we'd go in the bathroom and go at it. I was like, Yeah. She was like, Yeah, we don't really do that. She was like, not saying she, I was just thinking about it. Like, that's how my girl has made it through. I've been with my girl for five years, so I've had three girlfriends during those five years. So she was the side chick that eventually became my girlfriend, which again, I never planned on. So it's funny to like think back because she'll be like, remember this girl, such and such? I'm like, you were there for that? She was like, <laughs> yeah, remember she, she, yeah, we got into it because she found out. It's like the diary. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God, <laughs> you've been around for a long time, baby. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. It's it's more than just sex. Like, yeah. because sex, at the end of the day, sex going to get old no matter who you with. Yeah. And that's why people are like, how did Jay-Z cheat on Beyonce? Motherfucker, I would cheat on Beyonce. After I fucked Beyonce for two years straight, <laughs> I'd be ready to fuck something but else But also, too. we don't know you what know? Beyonce's like in the bedroom. We so don't. maybe she's fucking boring. But even if she was great, that's why I tell people, right. like, I eat lobster five-star. I can have a five-star meal every day. I still like Sloppy Joes. Right. Yeah, I like to get my hands dirty. Right. I'm going to eat something else. So it's like, right. I think people... Get fucked up and like, how do they get cheated on? Anybody can get cheated on, on any right. day. That's why a I'm lot of people scared know. to get into a relationship. But that's a but horrible fear to have. Why? But. You're reinforcing it to me. <laughs> because you can't, so you'd, so you'd rather not love ever put the chance I've of I've had love twice. Did you think that was going to come out of Phil's mouth ever? You'd rather not love? No, it's, but I- It's better I, to have loved and no, lost and not to have loved d- at all. But I have done that twice. I've had love twice. Twice out of 40 years is a horrible ratio, oh, Rach. Is this what we're doing? This is what we're doing? Okay. You've already told our listeners <laughs> right, well, like months ago how old, and I didn't say, I said- You shouldn't 40s. have 80 million loves in a lifetime, then it's not real. You need real. more than two in four decades. You need more than two Why? lovers. Because you haven't even found your person. That's how I know. You, you never even met No, him. I found my person twice. No, you haven't, or she'd still be with him. Because that means not, you're not your person. But that she can tell you sometimes things just don't work out. It just doesn't yeah. align. But it doesn't mean that the love wasn't real. Yeah. Your person will change because you change, right? So this person you'll be 10 years from now is very different. So right. maybe you have changed, and so it's time to find your real person because you outgrew. What is my real person? Whoever you are now. <laughs> is there fake people? It's like a hermit crab. You, you outgrew your shell. Now it's time to find a new shell. Yeah, you can't but just walk around here my, with no shell. My thing is, he's like, I, I wish I could be like that. I wish yeah. I could have that mindset where, like, just keep it moving. I, I, it takes me so long to get over if it's actual, real, true love. First of all, I feel like the two people that I love, I will never not love them till the day that I die. Right, and it's really hard for me to get past, and I'm so. Like, not, I don't want to say jaded, but I feel like I've experienced it. I know how it goes, and I don't want to go there again. And right. I don't know how to fix that. Get a therapist. <laughs> I mean, I did. She's talking to her. Listen. No, I did, and I don't feel like maybe I just had the wrong therapist, but I yeah. just... um you know, therapists are, it's like dating, right? You have to find a therapist that you really connect with and mm-hmm. you gel with because otherwise you're not going to open up. And it's the same thing sex. as a relationship. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I don't know so how they perform in the bedroom. What do you, how Oh, she said like a relationship, you have to find them right there. It's like, well, they have right. to have good sex. I uh, fucked my therapist. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, okay. God. But it's true. You need to find someone that you really connect with to work through those fears because Phil is right. You don't want to limit yourself, right? You want to actually, I know your eyes are... You know, it's so crazy. What's going on? 
Y'all like to discredit today. me. Y'all discredit me on my we dating shit. We should wrap shit. it up for today. No, no, Doc, Doc Caruso, you stay right there. I had a feeling I was on the money with I'm this shit. I'm never going to be invited back. <laughs> Phil is right. Wow. It's the truth. I just, I just think, I personally, because I've met one of her old past people, and I like the dude. But I never thought that was her person, personally. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't see it. You weren't it. around him enough to even know that. First of all, I he have looked, a gift. I can You can feel energy. Oh my God. I read energy. You, I read energy very well. I think that's what makes me a good comedian. Also, not all the but I can read people. I read, that's that one of my gifts. Thank you. And so the thing is, I was like, but the thing is, when I found out how long they've been dealing, whatever, back right. in the day, I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't see that happening. But then... Again, I never personally thought like this is the love, like this is her end all be all, yep. which you can't tell somebody that because they have to make those decisions in time once they figure themselves out. But me personally, when I was from the outside looking in, yep. I was like, I, I didn't really, I was like, there's somebody out there for Rach who's going to give yep. her a run, just turn her into mush yep. and all this hard shit that she talks. I'm like, there's somebody who's going to have you wrapped around their finger. And guess yep. what? He's not going to be an asshole. He won't fuck because every dude the, doesn't Neither cheat. of them were an asshole. Yeah. But I'm saying, you think everybody's going to cheat on you. I'm like, but you'll meet a dude also. Yeah. There are men who don't cheat. That's what I'm saying. You Maybe. just said all men cheat. You just I, said I, I that. Did. You said yeah. you can you can't even go two years being faithful. You you're said you're gonna want me. the same Am thing. Am I all men? I'm sorry. Do I speak for every man? <laughs> I feel like world? you are trying to do that. Well, you well that's again. That's just. I you feel like we have to pick a platform and stick with it. Yeah. But I'll kind of play the middle, Switzerland. So. Okay. You will find someone, right? And you'll you will look back, like Phil said, and say those weren't my people. And it's just a matter of actually finding it, but trusting that there will be a man who won't cheat. And so when I met my current boyfriend, I was a, a wreck, right? I didn't actually heal any of my relational wounds until I met him, and he did a lot of that. So he basically held me up, kept me there while I was a fucking mess. I was crying. He went, I saw the, I love to cook. And there was like this beautiful marble little cookbook stand. But because it's the 21st century, I put my iPad on it to look at recipes. He went up to a town in like Westchester to get this beautiful marble book stand for me for Christmas. Wow. I saw his location and I flipped a shit because his ex-girlfriend is in that same town. <gasps> and so all of my anxious attachment, I'm like, you're fucking cheating on That's me. I, I knew it. This was going to be like every other relationship. Mind you, we've lived together for like three months. He's never given me reason to Wait, think that he's cheating on me. Sorry, can we can we pause real quick? How yeah. did you know his location? He shared his location with me. Yeah, so that's a whole. So whole yeah, well, no, so, so he's whole such a bad topic. cheater. He sent me his location. Like you <laughs> like man, what? He cheated on me. Yeah, and then it's like I'm gonna go fuck something after I tell you what city I'm in. Like uh, no. Yeah, and I don't know what clicked after that. I mean, he got home. Obviously, he didn't answer any of my fucking texts. I sent like 100. Didn't answer any of them. He gets home. He hands me my Christmas present like a month early because it's the only store in the entire tri-state area that had any available. Hands it to me and says, Merry Christmas. I wasn't fucking cheating on you. I was literally getting you this marble. Well, that was the only way you were going to let him back out. in the house, too, unless he showed the <laughs> present. Because there was nothing True. he was going to say that you would have believed. Oh, Why didn't he just not. have it shipped? Why would you drive all the way to Westchester? You know, there was one left. I don't know. He went, uh, got he wanted to get it right now. Yeah. And so oh, after that, so though, sweet. he said to me, I can't be in this relationship if you're going to freak out every single time I do something. And I, something clicked in my brain and that was all I needed. That was enough. I wasn't talking to a therapist at time. I wasn't even a therapist myself at that time. Like there was a lot of shit going on in my life and I, he probably should have left me at that moment. And he I'm definitely he with, with her for me. sure. That yeah. Would have I was me. fucking crazy. 
I'm like, man, fuck out of here. Crazy. And it was just that one sentence? That one sentence. Because he was right. He never did anything that gave me a reason to think he was cheating on me. And he affirmed me. He validated me every single day. He always made me feel like I was the best girl in the world, the only girl for him. Aww. We were like a match made in heaven. And then one thing happened where my trust issues from past relationships came up and I just went yeah. full fucking send into the yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's in a barn in Westchester <laughs> chiseling marble for you. <laughs> fucking crazy out here. <laughs> so it ain't never oh, good enough. Boy. It ain't never good enough. And oh. I still use it every day. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's, that's awesome, wow. though. I, that, but see, that's what I'm saying. That, but I feel like most men don't, are not willing to put in that work no. to see if a woman will actually yeah. change. And we actually know yeah. a couple that's going through that right now. And I, I don't think she's capable of that. She is. Believe okay. it or not. Okay. I mean, she might be a little off the walls right now, but it will happen because eventually their secure attachment will heal, heal your insecure attachment. I mean, I was a wreck. Okay. Well, I have a real, you want a real dilemma? Okay. Rachel's never flicked her own bean. <laughs> Are we going to mention this every fucking week? Hey, we well, we have really... a therapist here now, so yeah, we are. Rachel <laughs> oh has never masturbated God. nor touched her <laughs> vagina. Other we than to bathe it. Thank you. And we have a therapist. You think I'm going to bring that? You're a sex therapist. I'm like, Rachel, if you don't rub one That's the fuck out. That's going to take more than 45 minutes well, to baby, figure out. Well, baby, I guess we should get started. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's what I'm telling you. And, uh, and so, well, we used to talk about how she won't fuck a man that's not circumcised. And we got tired of talking about because we talked about it. Every, and now this is a new topic we bring up every, Rachel won't masturbate. <laughs> Again, <laughs> these are major problems, okay? So I'm but like, why? I don't think it's a problem. That's number one. So I actually don't know why. Okay. And I feel like I hope the listeners. I'm sorry. I don't. I know you don't want to hear about this again. So <laughs> I there's there's like a chunk of my childhood I don't remember. Okay. And I I asked uh, family members like, hey, did you ever leave me with anyone? Blah, blah blah. Because I would have these weird dreams when I was in high school, and it was nothing readily available in my mind. But I asked my father, and I got very weird responses. Even to this day, I get weird responses. Um, I guess I, sh I don't know if I told you what my father you said did. to no, me. You did. No, we're not going to talk about that on the air because it was when you said it and he was like, oh, and then you said he just made it up to piss your mom well, off Well, but we didn't talk about that on the air, right? No, that's okay. what I'm saying. We're not going to talk. I don't think we're Well, we can. Oh, okay. no, we, since It's your story. She it's wants your, to hear it. It's your story, right. So when Listen, I, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't want to go. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, um, when I spoke to my father last year and I asked him again, he said, well, you know, your mother used to masturbate you, right? And I was like, what and he was like i was like w w wait what he was like yeah he's, i was like you saw this and he was like well no my father was very into home homeopathy when i was young and i don't know if you know about this prop muscle yep. testing yep so he's like we you know my girlfriend judy and i muscle tested it when you were in high school and asked me the first time and that's what we came up with and i was like you just made up that whole fucking story because you hate my mom that much yeah. and something you've never seen and that was just so fucking bizarre to me. Yeah. To say so your mother was finger blasting you, <laughs> and that, and that is wild to tell somebody that you, especially if you don't know, you just yeah. And why wouldn't you stop yeah. it or like get me help? If you even yeah. had doubts that your wife was fingering your daughter, I would <laughs> like to think somebody <laughs> to fuck with. Olivia Benson, somebody needs Olivia to step Benson. in. <laughs> God, <laughs> this is SVU all day, motherfucker. Where, where is everybody at? <laughs> Jesus. Now I'm just like picturing an episode of SVU where they yeah. all come piling yeah. into the two, apartment. Two, like, two, two, two old over runs into her apartment. 
You know, the blocking out, that is a trauma response. So I all, I had a very wild childhood and I actually don't remember a lot of things prior to the age of 12. And so as an adult now, like I won't remember half of this conversation tomorrow because it's affected my memory. I'll remember it, but like, you know, when you brown out almost, it's kind of like that where Ooh. you're like, Ooh, I don't know exactly what we talked about a month from now. I'll have to watch the videos to actually like recall and refresh, Interesting. which is crazy because as a therapist, yeah. Yeah, okay, I, so I remember don't you every fucking thing about my do you everything it's about yourself that you have the issues it's about me yeah so anything about me my nervous system has learned to just shut it out completely and i don't so how long did it take you to remember who your boyfriend was was it like 51st dates (laughs) you just woke up every day like maybe that's how he even fits so quick and he like he just puts a video in like we got married yesterday. <laughs> oh my God, 51st date. Yeah, is, oh is it like that? It's just like ridiculous. Yeah. No, but it is wild and it's crazy that your brain does that to protect you. I mean, how cool is that? That it just kind of blocks things out. But there is pretty intensive trauma therapy to unpack that. Well, my the therapist that I was working with, she recommended EMDR yep. I said, or um, mushrooms, which which I've yeah. been contemplating. So yeah. I watched. I have half of a mushroom chocolate bar. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Of course you do. No, you of course you do. I prefer LSD. I'm done. Well, <laughs> I just want to let you know. So that that ne- did you watch that Netflix special on how to change your mind? The drug oh. one. The mushroom one. It's episode two. I've watched the entire thing, of course. Um, and the reaction that I had to when they were lying in the bed with the blindfolds on, holding yeah. the person's hand, when I tell you the knots mm. that I had in my stomach from just seeing that, but when they were doing it in nature, I was fine. fine. I could yep. see that, had no reaction. I had such an intense reaction, I had to literally turn it off, and yeah. I because don't know where that comes from. So you're going to read a book. How do you feel about reading? Yeah, it's fine. The Body Keeps the Score, incredible book. I think everyone should read it personally. I get that a lot of people aren't readers, but it's all about how your nervous system and your body holds the trauma. So if you're having a physiological response to something, it's likely connected to something in the past. And it doesn't mean it's a direct connection. It just means that anything that your nervous system internalized, it's now responding to that in the same way, right? So if you think about veterans at war and there's gunshots going off and they have PTSD, now a book slams on the ground all of a sudden they're right back in the war zone. And so your body responds in the exact same way that it did to the initial trauma every single time. So you watching somebody laying in a bed freaked you out because something happened in a bed or something? Maybe. But they were just laying in a bed with a blindfold on. That well, was so it. they had a like a huge blanket, a blindfold, and like the person was just sitting there next to the bed holding their hand. And when I tell you, I fucking, I had to turn off the TV. I don't know why. There's so many things that keep happening and like just randomly. But I'm also really scared if I do get that kind of therapy and to have those memories readily available in my mind and i've i've like i'm like one day i'm like maybe nothing happened i don't know like it's just such a mind fuck yeah and it's terrifying i mean it's a lot to open up i like i'm trained in emdr i love emdr i think it's so great for a lot of people who are reprocessing trauma especially trauma that they might not have specific memories of Mm -hmm. so for example if you were to do emdr you would process through that experience that you had in watching that person in bed. You wouldn't process through a specific memory from childhood because you don't have access to that memory. And so they would do what's called a float back where your your nervous system and your brain literally just floats back to all of these repressed memories. Mm. And it may or may not come up, right? It's likely that it will. 
But with that said, mushrooms, they're huge in the psych world now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, how could they not be? It's a natural type of medicine. It's so easily accessible. Literally, me and my girl were just talking about it because I got that nice bar. It's like they're really good. And, you know, we do... We, we prefer acid. LSD is way better than me. I don't know. Every time I do mushrooms, I get the worst anxiety, even when yeah. I'm in a good place. Like, that's the thing about any psychedelics. They always say you take them in a comfortable place. You don't do them in new settings. You don't do them around people. Yep. You don't know because it will freak you out. So you always want to be around people you trust and settings you trust. So I know how to do, do these drugs because I do them all the time. Like I said, I love <laughs> acid. It's my shit. And, and I've had bad trips where I was like, I got, I'm never doing this again. It took months. But for some reason with mushrooms, even... After the giggly phase, even when it's a good trip, it's I get the worst. And it's not like a it's like a body anxiety. It yep. feels like my something is like is a monkey normal? is on my back. And Nick, my girl, was just saying that she was like, I hate the like I can't get comfortable. I'm sitting on the couch. It's is I don't it, know. Some the, people is love it a it. dosage thing you think with him? Well, that's the thing. I microdose. It's not like a, yeah. I'm not like I'm eating an eighth to trip my face off because I've done that. That's a feeling I hate. Too many mushrooms is yeah. the worst feeling I've ever felt. Because I don't have fun with that. That's so interesting to me because I felt that way before with weed. Like, you know, when you smoke too much, and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to live to see the, the paranoia. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. the paranoia. I don't get that from weed. But right. Shrooms, but mushrooms, I feel like, open you up. And I've always described it to people as this big opening process, right? Obviously, if you take too much, it's a whole different story. But it just opens you up to everything. And the lights are brighter. And the colors are brighter. And all of a sudden, you're feeling every vibration. And I feel like that sensory input could be overstimulating. And maybe that's what's I feeling. That's what it is. Like I said, it's the body of it. Yeah. It's not. It's like it's not like I'm having crazy thoughts. It's right. like it's like I'm not comfortable. Like what right. the fuck? You know what I mean? Because you would know the thoughts and the emotions yeah. that are causing that anxiety. So it's probably and I get and I'm irritable overload. for some reason. I want you. I'm kind of snappy a little bit. Like I'm just, so I just you're, want things you're like, like your regular self. <laughs> nah, but it's like even yeah, quicker for some. But LSD, it's the light. But it's like holy shit. Like if, like this that wood door right there. All of those lines from the tree. I was, I was like, <laughs> well, I, I know, know his, if I can handle. I'm that. like, I know his whole story. <laughs> He's a sequoia from Northern California. <laughs> you want to know something wild? So all my cousins are like five years older than me. So I grew up in a house with a older brother, bunch of male cousins. They all did crazy shit. And I remember on Easter Sunday sitting at the dinner table and my cousins telling a story about how they all did shrooms in college. And I'm at, I don't know, they were what, 18? So I was like 13 thinking this is the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. My cousin's talking about how he did shrooms, got lost in the woods, saw a stop sign in the middle of the woods and started talking to it. So as a 13 year old, I'm like, yeah, I can't fucking wait to do shrooms. (laughs) Who thinks that? (laughs) <laughs> what that? talking so to a stop sign yeah. wow sounds like a good day wow but what was your first did you so you've done it what was I your first experience shrooms. actually like actually i've only done shrooms once i tried to again recently because i love shrooms and i want to do it again but it didn't work um the oh, only time bad, i ever did it i yeah. hate when i get a dud yeah. Yeah. it didn't work that happened we also Every waited a while so i feel like they probably went stale but i mean it was still fun but the yeah. first and only time i ever actually really tripped was with my abusive ex-boyfriend and I always said if I'm gonna trip I want like to finger paint and going into it right you said you have to be secure you have to be with safe people I'm a fucking asshole that does it with my abusive (laughs) ex-boyfriend so I draw an imaginary circle around me on the back deck and I go this is my island don't come in my island and that was it we left it there for the rest of the night I laid in my circle my it was like sprinkling salt to keep the fucking spirits away leave me alone did he respect it he he did which is crazy because he never respected me but he was tripping his balls off too he's like I don't even know this lady <laughs> I was like fuck the salt was poured gotta stay yeah, away can't walk past this nah that's pretty awesome 
crazy. Well, that. you're a therapist I would trust because you've had a past yeah. and you know the difference between the two. Yeah. And I think most therapists kind of had live a straight kind of like healthy ri- like life. Right? I mean, I'd I could be that. speculating. Yeah, I I'd so. argue yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I so. would say probably 80% of us come into the field because we are fucked up. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm about oh. to say, I've, I've partied with some, like, doctors, like, even, like, therapy, like, psychiatrists. Psychiatrists? I mean, they do coke and shit. <laughs> they all have a good time every now and again yeah. now that I've seen it. Yeah, Bless I you mean, know. we all go into this profession, not all, I'm not going to generalize, most of us go into this profession to heal ourselves. And it's no surprise that I ended up in dating, relationships, and sex, because those are the three things that I struggle most with. So, Is there any one thing, we're about to get out of here, but is there any one thing, piece of advice, just to give for, like, to have a healthy relationship? Like, what's your most important thing that people can take from this? The number one, short and sweet, it's you two against the problem, not you two against each other. Don't let the problem get in the middle of the relationship. Work mm. together as a team to overcome the problem. Girl, if that ain't the best news. That's my, great. You know what's crazy? My girl just said that. <laughs> She's like, you do know we're on the same team, right? Amazing. Like, I'm not fighting Amazing. you. Like, we... And did you get same. defensive? I was just like, I don't know. You seem like you want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. Just saying, you seem a little aggressive to me. But um, now I guess it's this is real. a team thing. Yeah, but well, uh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for reaching out fun. and joining us. I'm so yeah. glad you. You know what? This was a change of pace. Yeah, of some asshole comedian thinking they're so fucking funny. Hmm. I gotta say, come. I was really nervous to be in a room with people in the comedy space because I'm like, I'm not that funny. Well, I'm not a comic. He is a comic, but I'm <laughs> you not. You work in the comedy. Like, I know, but I just, it's not, it's not the same. What a pleasant surprise <laughs> from Doc Caruso. <laughs> Why don't you give everybody your social media where they can find you, where they yeah. can, where you, you know. Use you as in your your services and all that stuff. Yeah, so my Instagram is at laurakruso.therapy, same as TikTok. Um, and I'm starting a podcast. December 5th is going to be the first episode, and it's called Emotionally Available. Amazing. Nice. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, guys, for having Thanks, me. Doc. Thank you. Phil, you got anything coming up? Uh, Yeah, I'm in uh, Warren, Pennsylvania, some fucking KKK town, I think, in um, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so if y'all look close, bring your cloaks. I'll be the... <laughs> Y'all be blessed. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Do you have crazy stories? We want to hear them. You can either let us know on our IG page. (laughs) You can hit us on our fucking... (laughs) See? So hit us up on our IG page, Dating App Disasters, or... On Dating App Disasters Podcast at gmail.com. That's just some old nasty shit. Y'all know what y'all like to hear. (laughs) 